0: Welcome to Tech at Lunch, the podcast that satisfies your hunger for all things tech while you enjoy your midday meal. So grab your sandwich, tune in, and let's dig in. Hello, Nick. Hello, I'm it.
1: Hey, I'm John.
0: And you know, last week you heard us uh, kind of talking about, um, you know, South Tech. We were, you know, answering the, you know, questions about, you know, what was it, you know, how what was and stuff like that. You know, stuff that, you know, John came up with and, you know, stuff that he was curious about because he, you know, wasn't able to attend. So we kind of had to, you know, I guess bring him there virtually. Um, kicking his ring and kind of, you know, crying at the end. Um, Not curious. Yeah. Not crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but you know the thing is nine is hours in the day.
1: yeah yeah i guess so i was sad and not enough to look at i couldn't get to go there and go to work too so.
2: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> well maybe yeah you know, maybe not in 20, they, i know i know they'll bring us out take back in 2025 so that'll be yeah. the the next kick it's kind of like automate because automate's coming this year um or next uh-huh, year yeah. to um up into chicago um it's not a SME convention but you know we are bringing back um, our favorite show is or one of our favorite shows. I can't say our only favorite is Rapid. You know Rapid's coming to Anaheim in April, um, and you know I'm pretty sure if you talk to us enough, we'll definitely be there and walking around, seeing people and saying hello. Um, you know, kicking and screaming or doing whatever else we got to do. Um, but you know this week we kind of want to take. We've been to two shows this year through Sme. Um and you know, got to talk to a lot of people, you know, a lot of folks we didn't even know work together by the way. Um, you know, small world. Um, and so we looked we went to SME, we went to uh, with SME, we went to um, uh, Rapid, and we also went to uh, South Tech, you know, in you know, 2023. But like I said, we didn't know some of these companies work together, for example, EOS, Matter hackers, couple of these other guys. I'll work with Phillips. You know? Mm-hmm. And Phillips works with Haas and Haas makes the hybrid drive system. You know, um, that's pretty damn cool. And Melt.io. And Melt.io. Well they partner with Melt.io mm-hmm. and we saw Melt.io at uh, Rapid. Mm-hmm. So this conversation that we're gonna have tonight is going to be we're gonna go we're gonna focus on STEM. But we're also gonna focus on the different conventions. So we're gonna do a convention compare, convention compare between you know, at the STEM level, may deal into some other things between you know, um Rapid and between um uh um South, South Tech. Tech. And we're gonna kinda of go over some of our favorite things we saw that really could get kind of people kind of interested in it. Um and stuff like that. I know you've heard us ramble on about a couple other things before about some of these shows, but you know, um you know hang on and we'll uh, bring you right back around again. So you know we're talking about that. What do y'all think? This
1: is this is definitely gonna be harder for us, I guess, because we didn't get to go to. I mean, I went to Rapid. You didn't go. You went to South Mm -hmm. Texas. I didn't go. uh, We we didn't get to go to the conventions. We each, but saw on the other hand, Nick went to both. So I think it's yeah. I mean, he's the one that decides how it goes. But but if if you like for me, uh, STEM learning is. when i grew up it was it was kind of severely lacking we didn't really have a stem program there was like math and there was sciences but can when you it, when can you, you explain like can please. you just give it
2: an example of like when you say math and science can you like the early 2010s there was, was a no no no, no 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 what i mean like so
1: <laughs> i'll give i'll give you an example so okay. that you understand
2: why i'm asking yeah. what type of example to explain to me what type of man so my grandson right now is in uh, second grade okay and basically they have a a uh, car a vehicle that's programmed by squares and when you put the car on the squares it looks with a camera on the squares Mm -hmm. and as long as it's on the squares it just goes back and forth on the squares so that's one of the things that they're doing right now with STEM okay so I'm assuming you had some type of projects maybe not like that Mm. but there was something that you did when you talk about the science when you talk about the math.
1: We had, I mean, there's science fairs every year, and you always have your science fair project. Do you, but but to, to the projects that you're talking about, where I was actually going and saying, all right, household objects, drop this egg. Who gets it? Who drops the egg from the highest with the egg being the safest mm-hmm. with just household, whatever, mm-hmm. like Q tips, you know, cotton balls, whatever you have around. Or you make a kite with, you know, Classroom, you stuff, some like Mm -hmm. things like that. So Mm -hmm. that didn't happen until I was in high school. So, I guess. So what? So I guess. I
2: guess what I'm asking is, is we getting there? All right. So, so I'm saying, when you're in STEM, say middle school. Mm -hmm. So you had STEM in middle school.
1: No 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 there was no actual like well I mean if or you say STEM curriculum there was no STEM curriculum focus there was always the science teacher was just very okay uh, enthusiastic about mm-hmm. it I right? understand that. Okay so so they would eventually it, you're based on curriculum like they 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 submit their curriculum at the beginning of the year and if it's just worksheets I mean a lot of it was just worksheets I that's got you. not very I, get, I,
2: I follow you now Yeah
1: I mean so so when I when I boil it down to that I look for anything that's hands-on. I mean, not all kids are going to be hands-on learners. So when we talk about STEM stuff, if you've got something that is, you know, either intuitive, easy to learn for, for like, a younger uh, generation or something that's, like, just looks fun to do, Mm -hmm. is, like, moving the robot around, printing something big, it looks fun to do. Not always very glorious, but at the end of the day, it's something that, like, would attract me as a STEM, you know, uh, learner or something like that. So, I like for me at Rapid, I saw uh, I saw every booth had a robot. And if it didn't have a robot, it had a video of what what its machine did. There was a lot of additive, there was subtractive cleaning, there was um, you know, making polymers, making mm-hmm. the the materials. There were so many things there that like yes, everyone had the passion about it, but less so they were just like, "Hey, here's a little trinket to remember me by." And that to me isn't as impactful as hey okay come on come on over here um, these are all three D printed here's a TPU printed ring these are all three D printed vases mm-hmm. get get one vase that's ten points on this row you get you get extra points in the back and then you if you get the highest score you can win a printer to print things like this and make this game at your house mm-hmm. that to me is more impactful and I guess that's the word I'm kind of getting towards is making it impactful. I, you, of course, at the conventions you see everyone just they want you to buy their product. At the end of the day, that's how they keep the lights on. Is yeah, the, they sell these things. Um, but if we're talking STEM, what is the push or the focus to that? I would say there, to me, there wasn't enough. They talk about a lot of like they talked about the the business exploding to the billions. Uh, it's going to be worth quite a bit. The focus on the youth, yeah, they had like kids there, so they yeah, they did have. It was, have, like, the, the it was like a brightest, the brightest, the bright minds. Uh, yeah, so there was something. So maybe maybe they just kept it separate, and we didn't get to, you know, uh, be there because they wanted to keep the kids with their classrooms. But at the end of the day, I don't think that thirty or forty kids is going to fill the void that we've already talked about with the law, the the job market in these specific. It's a new industry, so they're going to have to work hard to fill the current positions and then if these guys want to focus, they can get into additive. Mm-hmm. I think that additive is just going to continue to grow yeah. because it just makes sense. Like, let's say down the down the, down the the line we end up on Mars. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing additive manufacturing on Mars too. It's, it's going to be the, the quickest way to get product projects up and, and things produced. You can't do injection molding like that. You can't set it up and do a station like that. So, um, we saw a lot of focus on those. I would say that I did see a lot of universities there mm-hmm. too. So that is true. Uh, we, I mean, we. I, I'll get a little bit into what some of those universities were doing a little bit later. But we there was about four or five schools there that were mm-hmm. actually. So I'd say on that level, yes, I think the focus is there. Mm-hmm. But at, we, I think that the formative years, like the the fifth to the eighth, to to maybe even ninth grade, kids are not getting the focus that, like, it, I would say is necessary right now. So, yeah. like, those are going to be the, the next generation in the workforce now. Which, which is funny because when I was in eighth grade,
0: wow, okay, um, when I was in eighth grade, we die to take a, it, you know, it, it, well, we didn't have to take it, but we took it, was a technology class. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of our periods we'd rotate through into, and we'd, you know, go this, you know, we would learn computer programming. We would learn bridge design. We would learn um, basic engineering mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then we would work at, as groups to build the strongest bridge.
1: Oh, I wish I did that.
0: You know, and we w- it would be a trestle-style bridge, you know, sprung over two points. Um, and what they would do is you'd hang a weight from the middle, mm-hmm. and you'd see how long it would take till the bridge cracked, you know, and shattered. And you would build, and the thing is, it wasn't just that project. We'd find other projects to build things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you would cat them out on the mission on the computers and kind of get you know kind of what's going on. You know, this is down to Florida. You know, so not all states are the same. So not every state wears the same.
2: So so hold it.
0: Keep keep going,
2: but. Don't talk much more about Florida because we're gonna come back to that. Florida, Florida man? Oh <laughs> um, no, nothing's mentioned in Florida. No, hey. because it's a it's a reason. Because I I, I have a point. Oh boy. So you um, so each states are different. You are from Florida. Yes. Nothing's wrong with Florida, guys.
0: Yeah, well.
2: Not all the time. Um
0: but the thing is, is you know, we did it the same we did the same thing in like, you know, sixth grade. You took a you had to take a typing class. You know, you had to get it you had to hit yeah. certain milestones. Okay, and I will in say I had point. a typing class. Yeah, yeah. But the sense. thing is, is we focused on how how do you you know modify that you know and stuff like that. So we kind of went through that part. And so, you know, as things shifted, you kind of you kind of see that you know everything's from a back back around. Every show we've been to has had a bright minds, you know, theory set into it because that's what, um, me is. SME so sets mm-hmm. up these bright minds. Mm-hmm you know, non-profit organization to bring the kids in and see everything. Um, however, I think the big topic, um, um, I think the big topic when it came down to, like, for example, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess the difference between rapid
1: Sorry. and
0: um, uh you know, between you know Rapid and South Tech, is South Tech also brought in the Titans of CNC on um, uh, students mm-hmm. to come in and kind of see everything?
1: You so know, they had their own little classroom of of like you see
0: them all walking on shirts because it's the thing is that
1: the schools were pushing it. Yeah, see, and that's the that's the thing that's that's the piece there that like um, so I would say. Growing up in North Carolina, in Robinson County, which is one of the poorest counties, not in just North Carolina, but in the country, Mm -hmm. we had to choose between, like, having a football, basketball, you know, baseball team, and having an art band and, um, uh, what is it, ROTC program. So Mm -hmm. we couldn't have both of them. We had to start cutting sports out. Yeah. At a certain point, so which is weird because we were forced to take art. Which which is tough. Yeah, and that's the thing is is like, and there wasn't enough focus on on the STEM side. So to me, yeah, there was a lot of kids in North Carolina. Like if you go around Raleigh, you got the focus on STEM. You got the focus on STEM, mm-hmm. um, especially in the Durham area. But like growing out, it was it was cornfields everywhere. So pretty much out there farmland like they really didn't focus on the a Eastern lot of Nebraska. it and and they're they're lacking i to be honest with you they're like if they used any type of the technology the stem the the smart sensors that we talk about now mm-hmm. that we use today with our little rinky dink ender 3 robots like it would make the their efficiency skyrocket and the one thing that i can say is that it doesn't it, their harvest isn't always great yeah which is kind of funny because you don't have a lot of
0: like, ag-type machinery yeah. as far as being manufactured in
2: North Carolina.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and that's, that, that's... John Deere Caterpillar out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they manufacturing it but not developing it. That's, yeah. that's the difference. That's, that's what I wanted to touch on with North Carolina and Florida and mm-hmm. Alabama. He, here's the difference when you start talking about STEM. STEM for you was different from STEM for me. We didn't have somebody dedicate a program to STEM.
1: Mm-hmm. When
2: I was growing up, I had a Radio Shack 101 electronic projects. That's how I learned electronics. Also, I had popular electronics. A I remember that. I remember, I remember that. I had that too. That was my STEM. Also, at that time, you had stuff like Star Wars and Star Trek and things yeah. of that nature. So, it, it made you think. And so, what I'm... I think with all of us, Orlando is how far from a NASA facility? Where I grew up, I grew up in Oviedo, Florida. Um, I grew up
0: about 30 minutes from Lockheed Air and Space, uh, their headquarters in Orlando. Um, But from where my house is to, say, Launch Complex 42, on board... Um. Uh. The Air Force The Air Force Base. or now Space Force Base. I guess you could say. Um. Is right at an hour and fifteen minutes. So oh, um, okay. we were watching space launches from my backyard. Um. Just you know, we watched those daily. Um. You know, we grew up. You know, everybody. You know, sharing shedding a tear when, you know, the reentry of Columbia happened. Um yeah, sad. You know, and cheering on when Atlantis took off, you know, following the um uh the, the tragedy and you know, y'all it's always funny because when you see, you know, hate to you know, you harp on the fact, you know, Florians. But when it comes down to like going to Candy Space Center where they finally finished the Atlantis thing and Atlantis opened up, people teared up because it's something that reminds everybody of why we're here. It's yeah. huge. It's, it's, um, it's magnificent. It's
1: beautiful. And around
0: there, you also have high schools that are sponsored by yeah. NASA. That's are the all, they're all They're off. They're they're, they're they're things. That's, but, but that's mostly towards it getting to like Titusville but, area. But
2: the point is, is you had NASA, which focuses on science, yeah. like a driving technology, yeah, you're right. engineering, and mathematics. Yeah. Whereas where I'm from, the biggest industry when I was growing up was timber. Mm-hmm. So forestry was the biggest industry.
1: That makes sense. No, you and you textile put ag, I'm gonna be and honest with Textile you,
2: and, and agriculture was one of the tobacco yeah. and textile was two of the biggest things in North Carolina. Yeah. Mm. So they, they focus ag- state. They yeah. focus their program their teachings towards those fields. Right. And I think that's why you see a gap in some of the stems because it's based on
1: uh, geolocation. What, yeah, exactly. That, that, that's the point no, I wanted to make yeah, and, it, and it does it does make sense we'll get back to the conventions eventually but yeah. <laughs> it does make sense because you, when we talk when you talk about that when you mention it no I didn't have STEM growing Growing up until I had an eccentric like geometry teacher who was like, "You're in honors class. You need to do special stuff, right?" That's fine. Like show me the hard stuff. That's what I. That's why I'm here, right? And I'm not here just waiting for the, the honors like, kids. The honors kid. I was, <laughs> so yeah. So that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but but then on the same side of things is is uh, ag. Uh, being in being in Future Farmers of America, four H club, like mm-hmm. those things were the hugest. They got all the funding. So you're absolutely right. Whenever I was talking earlier about the sports that sports were talking about getting cut, they never talked about cutting the agriculture department. Yeah. Not even nope. a single second. So, so yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy to me. That like I've never really thought about it. But yeah, it's all around me down there. and, well, and that's, it, that's why STEM is different. Yeah. everywhere. And it's
0: kind of funny because you know, but like can my, still use STEM. Right. It's like you know, like my high school. My high school, you know, they used to have a four H club. It's gone by that point. Yeah. Um, you know, but you still have a shop class. You still have an auto, auto tech school, which is you know one of the top ones in the area. You have an RTC program that's constantly leading the you know leading the state and you know you know parts of the nation. But you also have all these other, you know, robotics programs and stuff like that through, you know, the space, like, Astronomy Club and, you know, right, all right. this stuff. You know, it's like, but, you know, then you start getting, like, inside the ROTC program, for example, that's where I kind of, you know, hadn't held my hat when I wasn't playing football, is, you know, we had a flight sim program. You know, where we'd, we were working on the flight sims. We were working on um, uh, weather data. You know, stuff you you'd kind of learn, you try to learn on your own because it's what you get. You know, um, but it, it, it's kind of funny because, you know, my, my high school was, it was not nowhere close to being the most STEM related. We were the most sports related. Um, however,
1: well, it's it makes money. You get, you, get, session, out, you know get out, you get
0: out to Titusville, like Titusville High School, for example. Um, Titusville High School is right by, I don't know if you're familiar with Knight's Armament. Knight's Armament makes the m M11, one M110 um squad designated marksmanship rifle for the united states marine corps mm. um they're a huge company in um uh you know in, in titusville area however that's beside the point that's just where they're near so it kind of gives you an idea when you talk about you know retractive um uh, like cnc type of stuff that's why they're there um but titusville high school is directly partnered with and working through um um the w- through NASA through some other programs there. Um, you also we also had magnet high schools where you had like, you know, science, you know, magnet. You also had a, a health magnet program where they where people would work through that entire high school and be by the time you graduate you're a certified nurse or something. You know, and same thing with your own like and Titusville High School was like the advanced studies magnet where you would go to learn like rocketry and engineering. It was the engineering magnet school. Mm-hmm. and you would learn everything from additive manufacturing to subtractive manufacturing and partnering with for example Knight's armament and those other co- those other companies in the area along with NASA and you would work through their processes and procedures and kind of work through how they do things yeah you know and you're still within earshot of a rocket launch any day a yeah. week i i remember and i remember in school you know the teachers would put up on the board and say Hey, we got a launch today, and everybody run outside and watch the launch in the, of the afternoon. Yeah. Like, we'd drop everything we're doing and go sit outside and watch Rocket Launch. Yeah. You know, because it's clear as day. You can see the windows.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so like I was saying, right. that, I mean, I kind of took us down the rabbit hole, but I took us down the rabbit hole for a reason to, to do a comparison and contrast between um, when we talk about STEM, uh, based on what John was saying, you know, about um, what exposure he had in his uh, early years of school, And what exposure he saw, far as coverage, Mm -hmm. at, Mm -hmm. you know when y'all went to Mm rapid. So what I saw at South Tech was different. What -hmm. I saw at South Tech, it was still sparse, like you said. But there was a company there that had a focus. There was a few companies, Smee, leading the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, y'all scour. Had some really impressive stuff that they were doing to try to promote STEM uh, in the uh, area they were they are from, you know. So I, I saw them um, saying, "Hey, we use this to, to train teach. kids." I saw kids when they brought them over there. How they explained to the kids when they had had a a virtual uh, application and a real world application. Of robotics, so there there are companies out there that are focused and have a passion uh, for, or I would even say, if they, they started a charter yeah. for STEM, you know. So that's the reason I took us down the rabbit hole to yeah. so, show, hey, it depends on where you are. So in that particular, when you go to Rapid, right now Rapid's focus is like you said, it's it's a lot of stuff with
1: um are just trying advance yeah. well what's cutting edge right now too yeah
2: that, that but it's, it's advanced material is it's things that we can do in in space um it's 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 uh how can we um take this application here and rapidly do prototyping mm-hmm. so their their focus is a little bit different um from what I saw at South tech yeah yeah South tech Part of it mm-hmm. had a different focus.
1: Yeah. Okay. And okay.
2: It, it's like, I look at both of them because, you know,
0: I got the opportunity to go to both. And it's, you know, absolutely, it, it's night and day between the two, you know. Um, unless it depends on the conversations, the sidebar conversations you're having. Um, there wasn't very many, hey, look at this. You know, there was some people at booths at, at, at Rapid that was explaining how things worked. You know, it really gave you hands-on and kind of showed you. But it also, you know, that's the first time where you really see a five axis machine like a KUKA robot um, that's doing or an ABB robot doing 3D printing. You know, but it's not one where it's the, you know, you're like, oh, you know, let me let me play with this. Like we did with the CAD cam guys, you know, where you have hands on demonstrations, some of the stuff you did. But the thing is, you got to remember, at you know, at Rapid, you have a lot of stuff that deals with heat. You know, and my, like what we did with it, you know, it's not as a controlled environment as what you would have at you know South Tech mm-hmm. because everything is in a controlled environment. But the thing is, is you still have people there who was willing to talk about the material science behind additive manufacturing and stuff like that, of how we got to that point. For example, one of those being the Wilson basketball from mm-hmm. EOS, which EOS, ironically, partners sure. with our friends over at Phillips. Um, and the basketball, oh, a version I mean, of the basketball very, a small, a small showed one. up
2: at South Tech.
0: Yeah, a very small one did. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The thing is, is, you know, they, they were there. The finishing guys were there that you talked to, and you kind of walked your way around. You know, what, what type of material and, dimension. and type of dimension, and those guys, you go through that process, and it, it really, you know, you start, okay, cool, this is what we can do with this type of stuff, and you get to play with the basketball, you get to shoot the basketball, you got to really get your hands on the basketball, and you don't really think that's 3D printed because it has the same exact weight as a regular basketball, same bounce, remember, like, same sound. Um, but you didn't have to put air in it. You would have to put air in it, right. It's the populous basketball, you know, it's great for, you know, I guess you could say one-on-ones and, you know, you know, backcourt type of, you know, type of games where, or given to kids because kids get to, you know, and they're destructive when it comes down to, you know,
2: like balls, like soccer balls, basketballs, footballs, any of that you type don't of have
1: thing. To, if you don't have to, pump it up, that's, that's, you just take right. my out.
2: Here. Let me blow your mind. I have a, I have a craft that's orbiting a planet and I need to get something to deploy it to the surface of that planet. I use some material that has certain properties that I three D print inside of this vessel. I release this vessel with something to deploy that to the to the uh, atmosphere. I let it release, and because of the properties of that material, when it hit, that property absorbs all of the all of the shock that happens, and you get no damage deploying that particular device by just dropping it out of the atmosphere.
0: Mm -hmm. So we used to do with rovers
2: on Mars. But it
0: was, um, um, they have balloons. Yeah, mm-hmm. they
1: have different wheels too on, on the rovers too. So there's there's they're thinking about absorbing right. absorbing and and being yeah, able I to, just th- mean to just,
2: run obstacles. Just, right. Just imagine if you can do that and still they use chutes. And you, then, you're still using shoots. No. Yeah. But imagine if I I didn't have to have the weight of the chutes mm-hmm. and I can use the technology that was used to make that basketball. To and make a protective, a protective and sphere. It's gonna
1: bounce off the planet. Yeah. <laughs> the ricochet. <laughs> like, it, you it's don't like, need to slow it down. You know we still have <laughs> <going up laughs> to because of gravity.
0: We sold the bright minds at um,
2: at uh, rapid. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm not gonna. Well, here's the thing. We we know it works because it worked when we did the balloons. Uh
1: we, we know for a fact you're, it worked on Mars. You're saying slow, slow the descent and then let it bounce and absorb, but I was saying I don't, mean don't like, use anything I and you don't let it in bounce. The, <laughs> <laughs> yep. just so, let's clarify that. so we don't get <laughs> out a rabbit hole too far. You <laughs> have Everybody to, turn you have human to human go into
2: the atmosphere of that planet. Mm-hmm. Once you're in the atmosphere, instead of having to land that craft on the ground, mm-hmm. I can get that craft in orbit. It can fly in orbit in atmosphere. It can stay in the atmosphere and fly around the atmosphere, and I can still deploy whatever device from the atmosphere. That that's that's the ideal. The science behind it, don't know, but the dreaming. Hey, mm-hmm. I got you,
1: mm-hmm.
2: future dreamers. <laughs> hey, tennis ball.
0: That's what they told. That's what they uh, called his uh, uh, generation. They called him uh, the dreamers. I was just saying,
1: um, you are you, you, bouncing off the surface. You're gonna bounce and then go back into space. Well, remember, they did they did but call would, they did they did call Ed's, a Ed's a generation the dreamers. Yeah. So you know how <laughs> far the atmosphere is? You know what the height of the atmosphere is?
2: Well, I don't mean outside the planet. I mean you're inside. No, no, so you're
1: in the atmosphere, but yeah. But, so like, uh, let's do it
2: right. You have you have penetrated the clouds. You yeah. Want the atmosphere. item to stay in the clouds. I have made a material that has no problems with gravity because it counteracts anything that you got with gravity on any planet you want to pick based off of the material science. Boy, Pluto would be fun. Okay. Pluto's so not a planet.
1: There's not enough time today it's, in the day for this it's, conversation. It's a, uh,
2: it is what they call it. Uh, it's
0: it? a gaseous state.
2: No, no, no. They call it... What do they, it's a gas, it? Is it, it is a gas giant. What are you talking
1: about? When we demote Pluto. Pluto, what do we call it when we it demote it's, it's a dwarf star. It's a dwarf planet. Yeah. But 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 so, this is a long this is a much longer conversation. Oh, we're gonna have this. There's multiple forces yeah, that but you're the neglecting, thing is, is and that's not how physically things yeah. exist. So but <laughs> how how you figure? Ex, explain to me oh how you could. I, I don't have to explain. Uh, uh, Astrophysicist. Friction. I, did, I didn't drag. say. I didn't say that the what you saw somebody
2: bouncing and shot into a goal is what it was. Mm-mm. I said a material yeah. that has the property to absorb forces.
1: The so you make a material. Law of conservation of mass.
2: What I'm saying. If where's I make a
1: material,
2: if I make a material to absorb force, just like we do with structures.
1: Yeah, but where's it going? It's not absorbing it and keeping it. Otherwise, the potential. And- there's a difference between potential energy and kinetic energy. You, it's absorbing the kinetic energy and becoming So I say energy. it this way. What, is this, is what I just go? told
2: you will happen. What I exactly just told you will yeah. happen one day. No,
1: no, exactly. I'm not saying it exactly. Happen.
2: And it's not gonna bounce off the planet.
1: I'm telling I'm what I'm what I'm asking you is where is the energy going? Dang it.
2: It has to absorb it to and go somewhere. It's gotta
1: go somewhere. Yeah, so I'm
2: <laughs> so, but, but, but I'm saying is is if we're talking about taking a basketball, oh yeah, we went down a rabbit hole. So you're going to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if it, if it, if it's a basketball, then of course, there may be some. It hits the energy bounces, does not actually go all the way through because it's solid. It is transferred back into that, and that energy is.
0: At least for the love of God, never
2: be in charge humans of human, human spaceflight. <laughs> <laughs> really? <He's>
1: like, <laughs> Listen, guys, you're gonna hit the ground pretty hard.
2: <laughs> did, you you robot, did you not see when the Mars rover? Did you not see when the Mars rover was? Did it did it hit and just stop, or did it bounce and then stop?
0: It depends on which one you're talking about.
2: The first Mars rover. You are, mean,
0: like Curiosity. Yes, Curiosity bounced. It on a it was on a big giant balloon. It
2: Bounce and then went back. Did it bounce off the planet? No. This is a, that's the only point I was making.
0: But this is but the. I'm just wondering if you're going to try to figure out a robot to have paddles and shoot people into space like it's a ping pong game.
1: That can happen too, bro. All I'm saying is...
0: Big giant
2: slingshot. We're going to shoot people to Mars.
1: is a much less dense object.
2: I didn't say the moon. The moon's not a planet. I said planet.
1: Okay. What? No, you said Mars, though, so yeah. So he said Whatever. At the same point, the gravity's not the same. Yeah, we, we... so, we agree on that. Yeah. There's no disagreement on that. Yeah, we're on the same page. So there. I'm saying the the fact that it bounces, that doesn't mean that's that's unless a you would be of the mass and the the uh, contents of that atmosphere. So I'm not arguing the physics. Yeah, I'm arguing what you said. You said it would bounce off the planet. That's well, the argument. I'm saying well, I was taking hyperbole because you're saying you're just gonna drop it from from space or wherever in the I air don't know, I, I so and that's, neglect- the mis- that's the
2: misconception that's why I was saying it was in the atmosphere so I'm assuming in the I atmosphere mean you could be in the
1: atmosphere, that's five feet not up, in that, A 1000 feet up what I do not mean 20, the stratosphere I'm
2: saying if you are in the atmosphere I'm assuming you penetrated the planet and you're actually inside the stratosphere the is also yeah, the atmosphere you know inside the clouds so are the clouds in the stratosphere
1: I mean yeah there's clouds in all of them yeah what I'm saying like <laughs> at some point you
2: penetrate the clouds right
1: well, there, so there's a clear difference between where the gravity. It's the gravitational pull is, yeah. what, is what is what you're referring to. If you're past, now you're getting in orbit, or you're getting pulled to the planet. So, like I said, once again, you. I'm gonna say it this way so you understand.
2: You are a hundred foot. There you go. That works for you. They a go. thousand foot. Yeah, okay. I'm, just, I'm, just, there we go. I'm now, just trying to tell now you. Now we good. Now we good. <laughs> yeah, aren't you Cause, glad? Cause if you, thought, the whole I, planets have if you clouds. thought that I thought that you could take it's something exponential,
1: man. You I'm thought that you.
2: I, you thought somebody could take something, or I thought somebody could take something and, and drop it from the wherever outside the orbit of a planet and think that it was gonna go on the planet? No, that's 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 retarded. Yeah, I yeah,
1: yeah. well because listen, it's, it's it's not challenged. Do that. Quantum quantum tunneling is also a thing, so it could be through the planet. So yes, it, there's a well, lot I mean, of things that could happen. I'm saying if I drop <laughs> if I drop something
2: it's, it's a orbit, right? That that thing is going to orbit that planet. It's if not... you drop
1: it with no yeah, with no I mean. spin you it's free fall. There's a lot hey, of you're things. You're welcome. We finally got our physics talk. No, no, this guy's talking. You, I'm just wondering how you <laughs> have to, You can't just <laughs> neglect all these extra forces, though. I'm just I, saying. I, I, hey. I'm just.
0: I'm just wondering when exactly when to hey. have the. Not every planet
2: has clouds. Hey, concept. look. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We finally... There's no atmosphere. Yeah, of course. We, we, finally, at the we finally had our physics talk.
1: You know,
0: we're actually never talking about how Saturn's freaking clouds aren't toxic. I just try um, to let you
1: know there's a, there's a big difference. No, we, we, we're on the same thousand side. to a hundred, whatever what, thousand. We're on the same page. I did not give
2: enough data points. Yeah. <laughs> you data points you needed. Kinetic
1: energy to... This is how you know, know, you know somebody works in maintenance. Yeah, yeah. right. I gave them <laughs> It gives you uh, half the information, and you got to figure out the okay, rest. Okay, we off the point. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well I mean, I'm saying if you go
2: through the clouds, I mean, I mean, how far are the clouds outside to depends outside the planet? You. It depends. The clouds, you. The clouds goes are on here. The, ground. the clouds are here. <laughs> off the planet is here, right? I'm how many How many away. miles is are the clouds from oh, the planet it's here it's right now? It's a lot. It's
0: a lot. About three thousand feet.
1: It's a lot. That's, okay. Now let's go. We're done. It's hey, more than by the way, we did get the physics talk. It's more than hey, feet. still. <laughs> that was still. It's more than You you explained some saying, stuff yeah. to me. I learned. I'm telling you. And
2: I gave you some. I gave you some scenarios that you didn't. Well, it quite, depends on you're talking about, you talking about 3000. That years. you uh, didn't quite. Uh,
1: I didn't like it understand. because you're breaking the laws of conservation energy.
2: okay well, I, I gave you some. You, you had to explain it to me so I'm I understood. Bounce it. off the planet. <laughs> you said that, not me. You said <laughs> it. you gonna do the old skipperoo. But <laughs> anyway, let's go. All right, let's move on. Hello, let's um um <laughs>
0: Give. <laughs> okay, okay oh, that, so, that, 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 one. But okay, so,
1: uh, ooh, now, we, now we we got to go. compare both. Or you, or yeah, do you that's already, what I'm I working you on. Did, yeah, but
0: yeah, before we decide to go down that rabbit hole. Now we we, um, we have, stop that. You know, <laughs> we we'll can. eventually find the bottom of that well. Um, but you know, the thing is, is you know, we had bright minds at, like I said, at, at Ed Rapid, and you know, that's the um, the STEM wing of SME. We also saw that we had this, the the bright minds, the bright minds set up at um, uh, South Tech. They were there. They were doing a um, like a, I guess a scavenger hunt mm. uh, through the entire show, and also that Friday they did a scavenger hunt. Or the last day they did a scavenger hunt, mm. um, and then they were able to win like a 3D printer or something like that Very for cool. their classroom or or something crazy. I think um uh I think Rapid was a three D printer and I think they did a three D printer for um uh, South Tech as well, mm. but they also let these kids listen in on some of the you know the conversations. Uh, South Tech, you saw them bring in the guys from the Titans of CNC guys, you know from their academy that they've got. If you haven't checked that out, it's freaking awesome. It's free. You can buy all things to learn how to use a CNC machine. Um, but Rapid didn't see that. You know, they don't because you don't really have anybody who is the Titans of CNC for Titans of 3D printing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting to it because I see Titans of CNC is working through an additive manufacturing side of the house. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is one focused on like geometric shape, you know, teaching the fact that hey, guess what? We going to do material science. So their they're STEM related side of the house, as far as and you know, rapid was material science, mm-hmm. while at you know, um, um, south tech it's more or less material removal um you know it's you know how how do i use this material to cut through this other material yes yeah, for it. for example you know it's, it's also the fact that you start you know, the thing is you get a, you, you start playing and with each other just talking about wire adm wire adm works perfectly yeah. fine inside additive manufacturing and not additive manufacturing you know subtractive because it's just a piece of copper that cuts through you know iconal steel um it, you know it's one of the hardest steels on the planet Um, as far as that is able to be machined right now besides titanium. But, you know, the thing is, is then you get into, like, what you said, the guys, the the different companies that were at um, um, South Tech that made it a little bit more enjoyable when you had those STEM conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the guys from Phillips Haas that were willing to have those conversations with you. Mm -hmm. And I talked to you about, like, um, uh, tool path and stuff like that, and how the io system worked alongside theirs. Then you start talking to the guys of over at, um, um CadCam, Kevin and his team at CadCam, where they talked about you know how they take the chips and turn the chips into heat and get rid of that to cool down everything else. But he also talked about you know the um uh, tool paths and really got into the science behind the tool paths, the math behind the tool paths. Everything takes math. Um, but then like what you said, we get to Yaskawa, um, that was really the only company right now that I've seen that pushes the STEM envelope that says, Hey, guess what? We're here, whether you like it or not. Um, you know, you know, them from their drive motors, you know, Moto man and, and the, you know, their teams um you also have the moto mini which is i guess you can say i guess what a backpack size robot um you know you've heard trunk monkey now you get trunk robot um but then you get probably one of if not one of the best i guess you could say uh um types of things that we've seen for when it comes down to stem education is the moto sim where we can actually teach people how to program robots in real time, but without the need for a robot. They get the actual, you know, uh, teach Pennant, and they actually get the software so they can actually program a robot in a environment that's safe for them and safe for the people around them. So for me, yeah, we did see a couple other. You know, like, hey, this is how we do additive manufacturing, um, um, uh, simulation.
1: But yeah, wouldn't really
0: count that as you know too much, too much STEM. But then you also have the guys who are doing the OT uh, training, and and they in their their um, uh, I think it was what um, C-Y-M-M-I. Um, they have a, a training bus that they use to do all the training. In. But uh, Yasukawa is probably, you know, I guess you'd say when it comes down to the total package uh, for, you know, STEM education, I think they would pretty much be it. Yeah,
2: so I think basically they use offline programming and like offline programming is pretty much the standard for most uh, integrators doing their initial uh, setup. And then they'll touch up paths once they're on site with the uh, actual equipment. So, but they were able to take the pendant as opposed to this just being a, a keyboard and a mouse. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, you know, they have what's called a virtual pendant that basically you can open up as a piece of uh, application and you can click on it and tell the robot to do different things. But to add the pendant where the person can actually use the pendant mm-hmm. and move it around, you could even get creative and do it kind of like they use flight simulator school for pilots and have a big enough screen yeah. that is uh, real size. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And one then for one. One yeah. for one. Yeah, so, I mean, that's some of the things that you could... Private you pilot could, robot. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would say, too, that was pretty That was pretty. Uh, was pretty compelling to yeah. me because, like I said, I've been doing robotics for, I don't know, about 15, 20 years. Yeah, what's the quickest way to learn something is mm-hmm. to
1: immerse yourself
2: in We're, it. To be able to have that pendant in your yeah. hand, it's, it's a game changer because... You get to push the buttons and stuff, and like a lot of times when you're out there, say on the shop floor,
1: you don't have a real system to yeah. work
2: on, and you're scared to touch a production mm-hmm. system, right? And so now I can take this and don't worry yeah. about messing up or crashing because I can do all this and learn how to do those things. I can yeah. even take my environment, put it back into this software,
1: yeah.
2: and then be able to say, "Hey, let's go do a fire drill for recovery." What of the happens,
0: robots. When this
1: happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: And they also have the smart pendants now. You know, the smart pennant where you turn left, right, and the robots go left, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like that. You know, we did see some stuff, you know, going back to Rapid where it's like, hey, guess what? You're printing things at, you know, ginormous size here. and They're using robot
1: arms. Right,
0: you're using four robot to. systems. So, the, you know, the, the both environments kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, both shows go hand in hand. Because it shows what's the next frontier. You know, we know that we're using robots now for the 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 building of you know um cars planes trucks you know who knows what else but then you have the same robot who is out there building um the whole of ships or, or boats out of you know out of manufacturing or uh, parts for sailboats um or houses for that matter now with the fact yeah. that
2: we're able to 3d print concrete yeah. So we even saw one that was uh, they used a uh, small robot to do pottery.
0: Yep. And the thing is, is it is now if you learn robot, if you learn, if you can take the, the moto sim, you know, side of the house, and roll it all the way through, you can actually hit every single every single piece. You see, okay, you, you, you easily understand what's going on. But you know, the thing is, is that's not to take away from the fact that both shows were absolutely amazing. SME does a great job with making sure that their point is across. The kids are taken care of. The people are taken care of. It's a great show. Um, good people at both. You know, a lot of information, exchanging hands and, you know, exchanging minds. And it's just how they do things, you know. The thing is is we can't pass up the announcement that they made, like we talked about, um, you know, last week and I got we're gonna do a video that we're gonna post here in a little bit. I gotta still work through um, that is about the announcement, you know that um, uh, SME made. You know we got we got to keep that in mind. We're pushing the next envelope of STEM because kids aren't getting enough.
2: So, well, I think one thing to consider, and I think John could probably talk on this. Though there is an aspect to additive manufacturing that we're maybe not focusing on a little bit they were able to make um, I I forgot where I saw it I forgot the exact company excuse me guys but there was a company that used a 3d printer to come up with a different design for a uh, or it may have been a university come up with a different design for a uh, propeller so one of the things that we're seeing with this uh, revolution in additive manufacturing is allowing um, some design things that you cannot always do in a CAD CAM, or it's it's almost impossible to manufacture these things with the current mm-hmm. um, technology we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, other than additive, like additive, is it right? You know, it's so the quickest way. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's one thing is is teaching uh, future engineers how to think a little bit out of the box and use use some designs that um, maybe from. What the what we have, as far as
1: like CNC technology or welding technology, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like we we as as a nation have to break away from the filling, making kids fill out a packet mm-hmm. of like worksheets to do work. Mm-hmm. And some kids love to do that because it sh- they can get through it quick and answer the questions fast. But filling out a packet's not going to teach you nothing. It's not going to teach you how to read a graph. It's not gonna, like you, these are some of the basic kind of things that you need to get anywhere in understanding change, understanding how things work, how things behave. I mean, it's it's hard to say where it starts, but we're curious from a very young age already. Mm-hmm. So, we definitely are lacking in a lot of some of that additive manufacturing, like bringing making something from nothing. You know, that mentality isn't happening enough. So, I would say like yeah, we need we need more focus on not just additive. Subtractive is still just as just as important. I mean, it uses the same G code and the same like you know, uh, pathing for a lot of the tools and the tool heads. So for me, like it it, it just makes sense to do these things. It, and to me, I don't say it's required for you to think that you know, if you want to think outside the box, you almost have to do without for a little bit mm. and try to make it make ends meet. Or you have all the pieces you need to put a puzzle together. I, I mean, I, I I still do puzzles to this day, so it's something where I'm like, oh, a thousand-piece puzzle. That's like, all right, I'll do that while I'm eating my lunch. Like, I'm not gonna do it. Don't do it. No, you know what I mean. What's that? I was gonna go down rabbit hole. Oh, okay, okay, good, good, good. But yeah, no, that's so part. So like, when you when you bring it up, like the focus on STEM i think that it needs to be there um so i i mean i see what these guys are doing if you gave me a simulation of a robot and you could tell me that my robots in in real time like i have a projector is gonna move and it's like okay who can get the robot to dance first mm-hmm. like that's gonna that would be something that like would blow a kid's mind and they wouldn't stop thinking about that robot programming
0: competition so kind of interesting. yeah they,
1: they would it would, it would be a core memory that they would remember, that they would think back to as, like, I mean, at a young age, we had to decide what we wanted to do very early at, like, mm-hmm. 18, 19 years old, so if I remembered, hey, when I was 13, I saw a robot do a cool little dance, we had a competition, it was pretty fun, I won that, so maybe I should stick with this. You, you, you don't get that same experience if, if, if you don't see the robots, you, don't, you aren't involved with it. I mean, even, let's, let's take away the STEM piece and let's talk about in the field, right let's talk about someone who is also a trained expert in the field with you they just started the job that came from another company that was competitive to yours right they're not going to be able to get up and running that quickly there's still going to be some type of like learning that mm-hmm. needs to happen we talk about not wanting to touch a production a productive system when is that going to get be when is that going to happen it's not going to happen so you need something virtual you need something that's not connected you need something that's you know for you to trial or test so yeah. That is the first time I've seen that in the big three, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's it's almost a necessity at this point to to have some type of environment like that and if you're talking about dependent works the same as like if i was in a live production system it's the same as that when you had a the robot anyway yeah if we mm-hmm. start like we talk about it, i mean this is how we can get the kids 20 years 20 years experience before they get to 17 <laughs> no I'm but, but, part, but was... you start teaching you, you start teaching them early
2: right you, yeah <laughs> so that i'll just say this you you get them the fundamentals so when they go to learn the
1: more yeah
2: that when they when they learn the problems they're gonna see in the yeah. actual environment won't be the actual problems that they had. And they won't the freak
1: out because they've seen right. it before. They right. like it's even if they even if, I mean we learn it all the time. Sometimes you make the wrong call, tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, but that's why you have a backup plan. Right. The backup plan cleans up the mess. Yeah. Okay, it may not be a quick process, but that's what it's there for. Then then what do you do? You gonna just stop trying? Yeah. No, you're gonna to have to try again.
2: So, yeah. but this, but far as the twenty years you're talking about with AI, and machine learning, when it actually get to a point that we can get some data that we can count That'd on, let me do
1: some scary stuff.
2: Then, then yeah, you'll be able to do the machine. The machinery itself will be able to kind of yeah. compensate. There, it'll be a co um, coexistence, coexistence together, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. It would have to be, I think. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, I think that's that's somewhere in the future, but mm-hmm. I think one day that'll probably happen.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: And, you know, I think that, you know, we're on the right road. I think we are, you know, definitely almost there, you know, where we have, you know, say, you know, education, you know, agnostic where it's, you know, we can teach everything and you know every in Uh every grade level yeah because i'm a little
1: mad i didn't get shop class when i was in school
0: you know and it's like um
1: that's so healthy
0: you know when you get into the fact of it's like i want to be able to take one idea and teach it all the way through i want to start at kindergarten where these kids are just you know there's no learning way to teach you know and get all the way to the fact that these kids are now in high school going oh i can program a full robot now and you know, because I stayed in robot like robot class or club or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got hands on with the stuff. You know, and the thing is is I'll tell you this, Yasukawa and their motosim is the great way to hit that point. You know, and you know, their their family of brands. Um you know, I think yeah, is is one that can definitely do that. You know, along with the fact that you can do robot OS and actually build your own robot. Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of cool because their SDK lets you uh, point their some of their stuff to Robot OS mm-hmm. using their other stuff they've got. So, you know, I think you know for us, I think we've kind of you know rode that dead horse a little bit,
1: but little we went a
0: couple of, we a rabbit holes, <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll do it again. Um, we're already getting ideas of what our next week's episode is going to be. I think we pretty much got that idea down pat.
1: It's dropping. A basketball from the stratosphere. Yeah, basketball. We're, a basketball,
2: a three D printed.
1: Okay, the airless basketball. He's dropping it I'm from a, the stratosphere.
2: Yeah, we'll talk more about it. <laughs> we we're not gonna go down a rabbit hole. We'll we'll talk more about it. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I just want to say thank
0: you. You know, um, and I I want to say thank you to everybody who's who's tuned into this, who's made these trips possible, who's made you know. The, uh, the, the, the the memories, you know, enjoyable, the ones who we've talked to outside of this. Um, you know, we want to say thank you. Um, we have had, you know, some good news in the past, you know, a little bit. Um, and that is the fact that we have officially crossed the 2,000 listener mark, the there 2,000 download mark. You know, we had 2018, you know, as I'm looking at it right now, actually. Um, and... You know we're holding strong. You know, and the thing is, is we're in you know some other new areas. No, we've been there before. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. um, you know we're happy with that. You know, getting the getting everything out there, getting everybody have some fun with it. And you know, if y'all have any ideas when it comes down to you know, like STEM stuff, you know, send it over to us. But you know, um, go take a look at Printed Heritage. Go take a look at the blog. We'll definitely be getting more involved there. Um, go take a look at VulcanArt.com, you know, we're, we're gonna be you know, a little more active. Hopefully we'll get revamped the website here in a little bit. Um, got that to do. Um, but, and also take a look at the YouTube channel. We'll be releasing a video about the uh, STEM announcement here shortly. Um, but, you know, I wanna say from my side, thank you. You know, we appreciate you. Um, you know, we hope to you know meet some of y'all soon. And uh, y'all have a good one, I'm gonna turn it over to the guys. So, uh,
2: like I said, we appreciate all the support. Uh, we appreciate uh, all the listeners that are, uh, you know, uh, enjoying the content. Um, so for, for me, like I, s- I really uh, am passionate about STEM. Uh, but, you know, I have my ideal of what STEM and how STEM should be done. Um, I believe in systems. I believe uh, if uh, you could teach um, people how to do systems, And then those systems can be built upon. So I can take a system and use that system uh, to use in the future. So I think that's one of the biggest things that we can do with STEM. And it doesn't have to be uh, just for manufacturing. It could be for somebody that's curious, you know, from anything from, like, uh, designing a solution for somebody that has a missing limb. So I I think it's it's a lot of... uh, applications that stem can actually improve the world so like i said i appreciate the help for you guys uh listening to us and uh thank you
1: yeah so same thing i always echo uh very appreciative thanks for letting us hit that mark thanks for listening stay tuned keep listening but uh also on the same point um if you guys have anything any questions check out uh check out that 3d or Vulcanar 3d or Vulcanar Te- technology solutions website um, send us any questions, check out Printed Heritage, all those good things uh, if you've got some suggestions or some questions you think you see something lacking you have any pointers just let us know guys so we can kind of make that experience better for you guys though but uh, but stay tuned, we've got, we've got several things coming through and uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you on the next ones alright y'all, have a good one
0: that's all for this episode of Tech at Lunch thanks for tuning in and joining us for this tech filled lunch break we hope you enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe on all channels. And also you can find us on YouTube under Volcanar Technology Solutions. And join us for our next episode, which gets published every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Alright y'all. Have a good one. See you later.